Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to a little after 6 o'clock on the 14th of September. Big J is flexing already. I'm not sure what that means. I'm just trying to get myself awake. I see. Pumped uh, up. Did you, uh, did you have yourself a, a long night and you didn't get out of sleep? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, the, I, I, here's the thing. I've been waking up pretty early uh, to uh, get some stuff done. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like no matter what... <laughs> My alarm goes off before four o'clock. It's just doesn't matter, like what time I go to bed. Right, of course, because that's so, not a natural. Yeah, thing. I, the flex is me trying to get the blood flowing and, right. and and waking up and you know we're doing a morning show. We should have some energy. Yeah, yeah, that's, those are good things to bring to the table. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Has it helped? Yeah, I just oh, I did. Think, well, then maybe you should do a pre-show flex every day. Or you don't want to. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to go to the well too many times, I guess, is what you're saying. Right, because then it will lose its efficiency. That ain't a word. I'm not sure what you're looking efficiency? efficiency? No. No, you're not the, looking the for thing efficiency. They, the, thing that, the word that they use to describe how effective uh, your uh, vaccines are. That would be efficiency. Well, that's no, it's, it's, it's pronounced differently than efficiency. Well, listen, but, the flex has already gone off the yep, rails anyway. Oh, well. So it didn't matter. The second you couldn't, oh, you had to use a word that you couldn't remember no matter how long you took. Well, that's what happens when I, you know, play off the cuff. <laughs> today Still on the show. reading my script here. Today on the show, uh, Flocking Molly tickets, man. That show is tonight, along with the interrupters at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. We're going to be out there before the show. Swing on by, say hello, win some stuff from the X-Rock stock. As we get ready for that show tonight, uh, it's going to be a good one. We'll have your chances a couple times over at Tickets. We'd like to get somebody qualified for the Aftershock Festival. We're going to play a little game called Aftershook for Aftershock at 7.30 on the nose. So you're going to want to tune in around that time for the montage and then try to call in to be the correct caller, which is Caller X, to identify at least one of the three bands featured in the clip. And that will get you qualified for our trip to Aftershock, which we are giving away next week already for crying yeah. in a bucket. I'm telling you, uh, this, I mean, you know, the last time we went, I think it was a three-day affair. Yes. But it had the <laughs> Thursday pre, like, you know, where they had, like, three bands. That was the night yeah. Limp Bizkit played. So it wasn't quite a four-full-day event yet. Right. After digging in here and creating these mixes and things, man, every band on <laughs> earth is there, and it's just, there's something for everybody, and it's like, man, I, I wish I was, I felt like a younger man, because that would be a fun, Yeah, even though I know it's, it's, Having the VIP will make it a lot more fun for you, whoever wins, because there's so many challenges with that particular location where they do that. Yes, just getting in and out, it's 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 rough. But man, there's so many good bands, and it just what a great time! For and somebody. it really is set up well at that park where, like you know, you you think the stages are so close together, there's got to be some bleed over, but somehow they make it work where it's not. Yeah, and everything sounds fantastic, and it's just a great setup there in Sacramento. So you're heading into a good place for a good show, and we'll try to get you qualified here coming up this morning. Let's get started with some music here on the morning after Pearl Jam kicking it off here on the X. News today on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Now, I'm not looking to get you all amped up because I don't have any hard dates here. <laughs> Lots of flexing going on. Uh, I don't have any actual hard dates or anything just yet. There's no, like, here's when the ribbon cutting is going to happen. But I do want to let you know, if you haven't heard already, uh, we got a pretty big step forward when it comes to In-N-Out Burger happening here in the Treasure Valley, Big J. The Boise Planning and Zoning Commission approved conditional use for a permit for the restaurant at 140 North Milwaukee Street. It's officially a go. Uh, that is the one that used to be the Pier 1 store. Yeah. It's no longer there. That's the location that they're going to build the In-N-Out Burger. It's officially approved for Boise, right by the Boise Town Square Mall. 
Uh, basically, it includes a very large drive-through opportunity. They say they can fit 33 cars at a time through the drive-through, and if anybody's been through In-N-Out's drive-through, you know they have uh, almost like if you've been to Chick-fil-A, it's something comparable. But In-N-Out, because the menu is so limited, they are incredibly good at getting yeah. cars in and out very quickly. They started that whole thing. Correct. All the other... Uh, the double drive-through. Yeah, all that stuff. Somebody standing outside to uh, do that. They did that. And as far as I understand, you know, according to uh, early reports, the, once they got that conditional use of permit... Uh, they in and out said it would be six months. Yeah, so we're close. Again, there's no hard date here yet. I don't have an actual, you know, here's when it's opening up, but it's happening. My wife will be there every day. I, I, I was going to say, I know you're excited, but I'm pretty sure the missus would be more excited. Will she drive all the way into Boise yes. every day? Yes. Every day? That won't get tired at no. one point? All right. Listen, I mean, uh, I, I'm happy for her, and I'm glad, and certainly I will make a trip, but you're not going to catch me anywhere near there the first couple of weeks. I mean, it's just going to be too, too crazy. I'll but, bring some for you. Uh, oh, I appreciate that, but no, I'm good. Uh, I will say this. It's very good. Uh, I, I, you, once it opens up, you're going to get a ton of uh, this is overhyped, and you're going to get a ton of this is the best burger ever. Here's the point. Man, enjoy what you enjoy. It's a good burger. It's incredibly affordable in these times, and it's fast, and it's fresh, and it's good, and hopefully uh, you enjoy it. But there's going to be a crazy long wait for the foreseeable future. As, 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 as many uh, naysayers there might be out there, they're like the loud minority, um, that drive through will always be busy. Always. 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 From open to close. Yeah, doesn't matter. And I, I don't know, like, you know, uh, again, in some states, like uh, when I went in Arizona, the, the In-N-Out was open stupid late, too. And it was What's always stupid bad. late? I would, I mean, this is supposed I, to be up until 1 a.m. Yeah, so. yeah, I've gone about 12. I was thinking about 1230, yeah. 1245 as well. So it will be open that late, hopefully. I mean, again, you know, the, the, the fast food hours have changed drastically in the last couple of years. But I'm guessing that In-N-Out's not going to have any problem finding help. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be like, I'm the cool kid that works yeah, in Yeah, I want to have one of those paper hats. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a deal. And so uh, it's coming soon. Just get ready. It's happening. Uh, good news for TJ Watt. He is going to miss about six weeks. They thought it could have been worse, like he's going to miss the whole season. But he learned that he did not have to undergo surgery to fix a torn pectoral muscle he suffered in against Cincinnati. So that would have been a season ender. So he is good to go in about a month and a half. Just needs to rehab. Uh, Dak Prescott, I guess... Good news, too. The Cowboys didn't even put him on injured reserve. Uh, he had surgery on his thumb, but they think he's going to be back in the next four games. No pin in his thumb. Well, that's, so that's very good That's news. the difference here and why it's not a six- to eight-week thing. Correct. He did need surgery to repair the break, but he did not need to have a put in uh, a pin. So they're not even going to you know, have somebody else take up his roster position. That's how soon they think he's going to be back. So that's good news if you're a Cowboys fan, depending on, of course, how... Uh, well, he does when he comes back. If it's a Russell Wilson situation like last year, it could be a long year for Dallas. Uh, Big J, I'm not sure you've ever seen a Jean-Luc Godard film, but uh, we will say rest in peace to the French director who is fairly famous in the world for his new age cinema kind of way of doing things. He was director and writer of Breathless. He directed Contempt, A Woman is a Woman. These are some of his very famous artsy films. He's worked with some pretty big names in Hollywood like Antonio Banderas and Stephen Fry, both of which paid their respects online yesterday, but he passed away at the age of 91 years old uh certainly in auteur that lots of people look up to whether or not you enjoy his films is one thing but uh you cannot deny his influence on pretty much every director you think is good currently i don't care what kind of movies you enjoy i promise you they think jean-luc godard is very good at what he does and have taken some of his styles and his shots and made them their own for sure so he was an influential man in the world of cinema morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff Morning after with Nick and Big J, and of course we got ourselves a pretty big news story over the course of the last couple of weeks, Big J. That's the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen, but they actually have like the coffin now on display over there in England doing its thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that it's there's a lot of people that uh, want to pay their respects to the Queen, of course, that want to do that. But it is pretty insane when you get down to the actual amount of time that people are spending in line just to walk by the casket over there in England, which is crazy. Right now, people are waiting in line for the chance to see her lying in state, which is what they call when, you know, basically they have 
the uh, the bodies on display. By the time they walk past her coffin, people are now going to be standing in line for 48 hours before they get the opportunity to do that. So we're talking about full two full days in That's, line before you actually get a chance to do what you came it's there longer to than waiting for Hall H. Yeah, I Comic-Con. was going to say, I- I'm guessing that Comic-Con is the longest you've ever stayed in line, right? Yeah. And did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's awful, right? I mean, I-, I was thinking back, like, uh, you know, we went to Comic-Con together and you had told me about that kind of stuff. But, like, that's what people don't talk about when you go to Comic-Con is that there's so much standing in line that you almost have to be in tandem. Like, I stood in line for five hours for a thing that we didn't even get to go to because <laughs> we-, we had to go someplace else. And I was like, God, that sucks. Yeah. And you're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's hot. The sun's beating down on you. There's no shade. People are smart enough to bring their own shade sometimes, but I was not. I didn't think I'd be sitting there for five hours and not move i thought there'd be some sort of movement but there wasn't but that also reminds me of the time that i uh for a radio bit uh spent three days in line and that was for episode one of star wars basically i camped out at the movie theater when you couldn't buy movie tickets in advance online you remember those times yeah and you had to actually kind of be there at the box office if you wanted to buy tickets to get into that screening and so uh the the bit was getting me into the first ever screening of episode one in florida and so i had to go and i spent three nights on the sidewalk waiting in line for this movie that I absolutely hated walking out of. And I think that's part of why I hated it because I was so miserable and gross and everybody that I went to the movie with that night was also waiting in line. So we all stunk because none of us had a shower in three days yeah. and it was a terrible movie going experience. Wait, there's no movie worth waiting. No, of that course not. Days. But we used to do this stupid stuff. You and that was something that I thought would be fun, but it was miserable. And I believe that's when my... I think, like, I have this, I don't know, I'm not going to call it, like, stance, but, like, I'm at the point where I'm, like, is anything worth waiting in line for? Like, physically waiting in line for for a, a long period of time? And the answer for me is almost always no. Uh, no, I uh, no, thank you. I'm I'm okay. I'll figure out a way around it, or I'll go when it. I mean, we're just talking about in and out. I mean, that kind of stuff is like I know there's going to be a line. When is there going to be the less ridiculously long line? And then we can talk about things that I can go to because usually it, it, it almost always is a pain and a waste of my time that I feel. Although I never do anything productive uh, instead of that. Right. I will say that I don't enjoy waiting in line, and I'm not sure what it would be that would make me do that anymore i guess uh can you imagine a situation well, i guess you're gonna do I mean, it for in and out but but what's long i mean 20 minutes isn't that big of a deal to me no no tw- i'm talking about hours i'm talking about is there anything you would wait in line I, for hours i can't for? really i mean it hurts too bad like <laughs> right. my body can't do that anymore there's and- that too so, no, I, I can't imagine waiting unless it's like I'm waiting to get a check for $10 million. Yeah, and I feel well, that. Of course, that, that no, goes... No, you said it. you wouldn't do it. You clearly made it a blanket but statement that to me is uh, that, that to me is different than waiting <laughs> yes. in line to purchase a product or okay. give somebody yeah. else something. People were getting, like, stopping in the middle of traffic uh, in London and getting out of their vehicles. Yes. When, yeah. when the procession and... Uh, the queen uh, casket was driving by. So they're, they're already a, le- a different level of, of crazy, weird stuff that we don't understand with that. But yeah, I get your point about the standing in line for stuff. There's, there's, especially as we get older, there's like, yeah, this is not, this is not worth it to me. That, that has to be it too, because I, I it wasn't, I mean, it took me two seconds to say yes, even though I didn't care about it back then. And it wasn't that big of a deal to me then, but maybe it's just, yeah, maybe it's now as you get older, there's, you're just like, I'm not there's no person I would w- wait to talk to, like, you can comic con style like if i had a if you had a chance to uh to sit down with somebody for five minutes which you know it's something that we're used to doing mm-hmm. right that's part of our job but if the biggest celebrity i can think of the person that want to be like man i really wish i could have a conversation with sylvester stallone for yeah. example i wouldn't wait four hours in line to do that no you wouldn't wait in four hours in line for I, five minutes if i had to stand up somewhere and wait four hours no but what if you could sit down and wait for yeah hours? yeah probably <laughs> i can sit down and so phone. it's the standing in line. It's yeah. the standing part yeah. that made yeah, not I the waste of time. It's I the physically stand. can't do it. I'm, I'm somewhat disabled in that regard. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got a movie review courtesy of Big J next on the X Rocks. <laughs> 
Green Day. That is time of your life here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you guys selected a movie for Big J to watch yesterday. That movie is called Secret Headquarters. It's available for you to stream on Paramount Plus, where I'm guessing that's where Big J found it last night. Mm -hmm. And now we get to find out how exactly it was. Big J, how was it? Yeah, well, it's the Secret uh, Headquarters stars Owen Wilson. You got Michael Pena in there. Uh, Walter, or I'm sorry, Walker Scobell uh, plays young Charlie. And uh, that's uh, pretty much uh, the gist of it for uh, the main characters you're going to get here in this uh, movie. And uh, basically, <clears throat> uh, Owen Wilson's character, uh, he's got a couple kids. One of those is uh, is, is Charlie. And uh, basically, the family you see at the beginning, and they're kind of having a camping trip. And then you see some something happen in the sky. And he finds this orb. And this orb is from another planet, obviously. And it uh, he, he, he takes it and... Uh, it says, hey, uh, I, I want you to be the guardian. Real Green Lantern scenario. Yes, very much so. And so he's the guard now of uh, of the, the universe. Who so is speak. Owen Wilson or yes, the kid? Owen Wilson. Okay. And uh, obviously that uh, brings about a situation where, you know, he's suddenly uh, kind of taken away from his family time a little bit. And uh, basically this movie is Spy Kids but superheroes instead okay. of spies. So you've got that family element that's going on and uh, he's busy trying to save the world and at the same time losing touch with his uh, kids and his relationships. Do and the kids have them. powers too, like in Spy no, Kids? No, oh, no, no, oh. no, they don't have powers just yet. Gotcha. At, at the beginning of the movie anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but, but there you have that dynamic where you've got those conflicts and those sort of things and then uh, you follow along mostly with the kids and what's going on uh, with them and uh, how they react to finding the secret headquarters and um, you know messing around with all the gadgets and stuff that they have and uh, that brings about problems and there is of course is a big bad guy played by Michael Pena and um, you know he's trying to get his hands on that uh, that power as well and uh, to use it for bad things gotcha so it's more of a die now the kid do they know that their dad is a superhero not not initially no okay no they eventually find out right when they stumble on yeah. the secret headquarters I and imagine. so th those are all the things that you do have in the in the reconnection of the father and son together and, and that sort of thing so uh, that's what you get it's hard to, to <laughs> it's hard to with a family friendly movie like this poo poo anything okay. you know because it's just usually it, it, it's it, it's a good dynamic and you want to be able to watch movies with your kids especially younger kids and and be able to um, a know that it's it's not going to raise or any other questions that you don't need to be answering at that time I mean we're talking you know maybe six years to, to 12 okay is, is good for this movie so you you have those safe understandings of relationships and things like that in these movies it's, it's a not good something, family night at the movie yeah maybe in G to PG. Gotcha. Really. So okay. I, I, it's hard to say no. Don't watch this with your kids. You should. It's it's a lot of fun, and it you know builds a lot of uh, relationship stuff. So I would say knock it out of the park. Uh, what about as a grown man watching it by yourself? No, it's a little like how you took it. In. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's okay. <laughs> I mean, is you it know? a good superhero story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what's Super I mean, Wilson's it, superhero name? The Guard. He's called the Guard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so uh, it, it's it, Michael Pena. I imagine is good. He's good in pretty much everything. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, listen. Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson. You're never gonna get anything else other than Owen Wilson. Yeah. No. There's not a lot of range I, I, there. Yeah. So I mean, if you like Owen Wilson, you'll probably like this movie. If you don't like Owen Wilson, you probably won't. But you like Owen Wilson, so is that suffice to yes. say you like this movie. Yeah. Then? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like Secret Headquarters is Big J approved. Am I jumping to conclusions? Yeah, no, you're not jumping to conclusions. And they're definitely trying to set this up to be another Spy Kids franchise. Okay, yeah, well, so, everything's got to be a yes, temple. Yes, they this definitely point. would like to turn this into a franchise for kids. Uh, do you think, uh, well, I guess, I mean, I don't really know how it's done on Paramount Plus. I think that's a tough place it, to uh, gain traction. I think it, it's, it's broken some streaming records for right. Paramount Plus. There you go. It's all you need. So maybe, uh, will you be on board for Secret Headquarters 2? Yeah, sign me up. I'm going to put an alert on my phone. <laughs> oh, listen, so, I'm just asking if you're along for the ride. Did they do a good enough job to make you come back? Here's here's the thing. I will come back when it's when it's picked for me for oh, streaming okay. dumbass. So you you will you would not voluntarily return to the franchise. No. Well, you said it was good. I don't know. I mean, it's trying to figure out how it's good. It's good for a family to watch with your kids and stuff. But if you're watching this by yourself as a 46 year old man, there's other stuff to watch, and you might be creepy. 
Well, that's just exactly the opposite of what you just said, but okay. I mean, also sad. I mean, that would be really sad. But that's what you did. Because I, I had to for my job! I'm just saying. Nobody thinks streaming dumbass is sad. I mean, I, to me, if you're going to say, I, as a 46-year-old, sat down and watched a movie and it was really, really sad, it would take a while before I got to secret headquarters, I guess is my point, before I'd be like, okay. I think it's a sad state of affairs, not necessarily a sad movie. What'd you watch? Requiem for a Dream and just sit there and cry? I mean, that I get. Yeah. But secret headquarters, I mean, it just seems Basketball diaries or something harmless. like that. But Big J says, don't watch it alone. Morning After with Nick and Big yeah. J. <laughs> right. There's your movie review. The best traffic I've ever given. How about we see what's up inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center? It is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Checking in with CB. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you recently had uh, to get glasses. I thought I saw them on you earlier this week. Is that, were those? No, those are my smart glasses. Ex- what? Those are my Razer smart glasses. Explain to me what that means. Well, they, uh, they're they Bluetooth connected, so I'm listening to probably a podcast or... What were you doing when you had them on the, the other morning? I was listening to a podcast. Okay. So those weren't your prescription glasses. Yeah, when you came in the, yesterday morning. Was it yesterday? And, or it was or it was the day before and I was in here and yeah. I was listening to a podcast. Yeah, okay. I did I mean I didn't I just thought those were your new glasses. And I no, was like No. Hmm. No. But okay. My, my new glasses are for distance. Uh not for podcasts. <laughs> Got it. No. The question becomes, do glasses make you look smarter? What do you think, Big J? Oh, absolutely. Uh, That is not true, at least according to a new study. Well, that study's wrong. The study surveyed uh, about 5,000 people who were shown photos of people with and without glasses, and results showed that those without glasses ranked higher in terms of confidence, intelligence, and attractiveness, Big J. Researchers hope to use this information for those who need glasses but might not want to wear them because of these stereotypes and self-image issues. Uh, guys, this isn't going to help. I don't think they got the results they were looking for if they wanted to use this as a way for to get people to wear glasses. Sure, people find you less attractive, less confident, less smart, but wear your glasses. Uh, but 64% of uh, people over the age of 25 around the world wear glasses, according to the Vision Council. So uh, you're certainly in the minority if you're over the age of... 25 and don't need glasses so congratulations to you i suppose but uh i am in your camp i feel like glasses i I don't know i mean maybe it's a a weird kink that i have but i think uh, glasses make people look attractive i do i like the look of glasses on people i think they look nice yeah i wonder where we developed that from uh, it's probably deep, deep-seated in my psyche Don't somewhere. ask <laughs> right. yourself There's about it. There's some Freudian thing going on that I don't want to discover uh, that I'll unlock Let's in therapy five this years. librarian hot. <laughs> yeah, okay. there you go. That'll work. Hey, Robert Scarver's a scumbag. I wanted to go deeper into it, but never no. mind. Well, I got nothing more to add. Okay. Uh, the owner of the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury has been suspended for a year and fined $10 million by the NBA after investigation that basically said that he uh, had a hostile workplace, Big J. He apparently used a racial slur five different times, at least, that they have documentized. He uh, basically sexually harassed a one female worker and then was constantly making fun of another female worker for the way that she looked, uh, and that's not okay. And so now they have more than 50 people that came t- uh, forward to be part of this investigation. So that's the actual way that this is going to go down. He's away from the team for at least a year and find $10 million. Uh, where this goes from here, I don't know. I mean, it, there's a lot more that probably needs to come out, but it's not a good look for him. I'll put it that way. It is a good look for the Live Golf Tournament, Big J. They will hand out the richest prize in sports history at its championship next month. Uh, Twelve four-man teams will compete for $50 million American dollars. What do you think, Big J? That's a lot of money. Make you want to pick up a golf club again? Take a couple cuts? No, uh, no. Uh, the games will be played on October 27th through the 30th, and it'll be a winner-take-all kind of fun if you're into it. Uh, Big J, I know you hate soccer. I know you usually hate documentaries, but you do love Ryan Reynolds. Have you watched no, any of Welcome no, to Rexham? God, no, I'm not going to watch that. How come? It's soccer. But it's not and really about soccer. it's disappointing soccer. even more that he owns a soccer team. 
Yeah, I was wondering. You're rich enough to get into the NFL game, friend. Oh, I don't think he's that rich. Yeah, he is. He's not a billionaire. You need to be a billionaire these days well, you, to get into. Not to be a part. Not to have part of an ownership. But it's just him to and be another guy. Owner by himself in this particular. Yeah, instance. there's plenty he could. No, I'm not watching this. Uh, but well, it's already over. It doesn't matter. But the point is, it's still uh, on, right? It's on a streaming network, isn't it? Sure, it's on Hulu yeah. and it's on you know. Yeah, it's I'll never on watch it. But it's not like uh, there's not new episodes coming anytime soon. But Ryan Reynolds, of course, and Rob McKenley, who is part of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, have teamed up uh, uh, once again to record a video trying to raise awareness about colon cancer. They teamed up with the charity Lead from Behind uh, as they both turned 45 this year and agreed to have their first colonoscopies filmed and then put on the internet. And they're trying to make it, you know, a little bit more acceptable for people to realize that this is part of your journey. As you get older in your life, you need to probably do something about it. So the video is now online. It was put together by Ryan Reynolds' company, and Ryan and Rob are in it. And they're using it to try to raise medical awareness, which is never a bad thing. Remember the Main Street Mile, Big J? God, I miss it. Yeah, man. It was a really cool thing that we used to be a part of. But uh, believe me, as you start to get older and you get into your 40s, colonoscopies are a thing. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, I mean, the wife's going to get one here in a couple weeks. I need to get one at some point. you got to tell the doctor about that. Yeah, that's a conversation you definitely need to have. And then you're going to film it as well, like Rob and Ryan did, right? No. And we're going to put it on the morning after page? No. All right. Well, we try. You first, pal. Uh, you're older than me, man. you got to get the colonoscopy one, before me. One year. Uh, still older. Morning After with I'll Nick wait. and Big J. <laughs> Sounds safe. Uh, let's take a look at your TDS Fiber Traffic Center. That's Nirvana. That is Lithium here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we are going to try to get somebody qualified today for a trip for two to Aftershock VIP style. Ryan joins us on the phone right now. He is Caller X this morning. Good morning, Ryan. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are y'all? We're hanging in there, my friend. Thank you for asking. The whole point is to try to get you qualified, however, for a trip to Sacramento coming up next month. And we got to do that by playing you a kind of montage of three artists mixed up and all shook up, if you will. And you got to give us one correct out of those three. All three are playing at Aftershock this year. Are you ready to hear the clip one more time, Ryan? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. One more time. gonna lie to you this one may be a little challenging there's some there's some deep cuts in there my friend but uh we need at least one correct answer who do you got uh let's see i could barely hear them so um hailstorm hailstorm big j is that correct no ryan i am sorry hailstorm is not featured in that particular montage uh it was a good try this one was hard what were the three bands featured in it yeah the first clip was ice nine kills the shower scene pretty new song so i can understand you missing on that one apocalypticas i'm not jesus featuring Corey taylor and that last one uh, which you might have thought was hailstorm was uh little czar's anarchy all three of those are an aftershock unfortunately ryan you didn't grab it but we still think you're terrific you got a couple more chances to qualify today 12 30 today with jason drew 5 30 today with adam with two new montages being played yeah. today with some opportunities to get yourself qualified for aftershock yeah, there's no shame uh, in this, by the way. They're, they're pretty tough. Yeah, regardless. some of these are yeah. very difficult. There's no doubt about it. But uh, we do have faith in you, and uh, that is why it pays to listen for sure. So keep listening to Get Qualified. We're going to come back with We're Going to Hell. It's next on the X Rocks. Stories that are incredibly f***ed up. Oh, man, we're going to hell. Would you join me in my own private hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, I don't have to tell you this, but Japan's northernmost province is called Hokkaido. You know that. No, I didn't know that. It's also a pretty kind of uh, spread out place. It's a very large place in terms of Japanese provinces, but it's got a lot of farmland, I guess is my point. Okay. And there's a lot of places on there, and for the last three years, this particular province has been terrorized, and it's got a little bit of relief this morning because for the first time in three years they kind of know they're not crazy which is a very good feeling to have from time to time 
Because basically what has been happening for the last three years is farmers have been waking up and there have been like slaughters of their wildlife. And they're oh like, my. what is happening? To the point where they're like, they've seen evidence. They're like, this is definitely a bear. But like, bears don't usually come around this particular area. And they certainly don't usually take out the amount of livestock that this particular bear is taking out. Yeah, probably killing and mutilating for the f- sake of and versus so, food yeah, consumption. And so, I don't know. I, I just know it's been happening on the regular. And to the point where they started setting up cameras, and what would happen was they couldn't capture what was going on on camera. They're like, is this even happening? The, the cameras would get disconnected somehow before the oh, attacks man. would happen. And so they're like, okay, is this human then? And they're trying to plant this it. This is aliens. Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. So it's been going on for three years, and they're like, we just don't get it. But finally, earlier this week, Big J, a camera that had been set up for two and a half years finally caught what is called and has been known in the area as Ninja Bear, Big J. Ninja Bear. That bear has couldn't be caught. I mean, they couldn't figure it out what it was. They couldn't find it on camera. They had no footage. But probably got its own mythology by now. They've been. He's yeah. been terrorizing this particular province since 2019, and uh, so they knew it was there. Or they thought it was there, but now they finally have photographic evidence. Now the bad news is the photographic evidence came with yet another late night kill. But at least they know. Okay, it's not like a human trying to pull a big trick. It's not aliens, as you had. You know, jump to the conclusion okay. of it My, is wrong. an actual bear. Now, this bear is not a ninja. It's not doing ninja moves or anything, but it is gigantic. Is it they, a gigantic trash panda? They call it Oso 18 because the front paw tracks measure 18 centimeters across, which is gigantic for a bear. And once they got footage, they have it pegged at about 661 pounds. Oh. So it's a big-ass bear for Japan. With experts saying it's one of the biggest that the country has ever seen. So now they know that the bear is doing it and they can take, you know, other kind of... But they didn't want to do is set up something that would injure something that it's not. Or, you know, make sure that they were going after the actual culprit for these attacks and not just randomly firing buckshot into the air. So this is the route that they're going to go. And maybe, just maybe, this province can get its life back to normal. And cows can live safely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, you, you bring in a hunter. Yeah, like a Val Kilmer, uh, Michael Douglas type, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Willem Dafoe. There you go. I like it. And see what ends up happening. And Or Idris Elba. Yeah, or Happy Gilmore. Bring it back the head of an animal that's hurt a friend. Morning After with Nick and Big J. This is the damn bear that killed your animals. <laughs> There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. Important stuff. Non-squeeze Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, uh, most people over the age of 21 from time to time enjoy an adult beverage, you understand? Yeah. Uh, it's perfectly fine if you don't. Nobody's here to judge. We're all here to have a good time, but uh, everything in moderation, you understand? Yes. And for a long time, there were a lot of places that you could go to, and you could find some very positive things about red wine. Agree or disagree, Big J? It, uh, one glass of red wine could help with heart health, mm-hmm. etc. There's all sorts of things that have some positive benefits to it. But the University of Reading has some bad news. They just finished a 15-year study, and they found out that, you know what, it's basically picking your poison, especially when it comes to alcohol. And uh, they specifically kind of focused in on red wine, and they're like, yeah, you know what, uh, here's the good news. It definitely gives you some of those benefits that you've been hearing about on the internet for all those years. It does help with heart health from time to time. It can be a considerably good thing, but it also has demonstrated that it can raise the risk of about seven different types of cancers in your body. From mouth to upper throat to bowel cancer. It's all technically, they saw an increase of people that drink red wine on the regular. So... It's got the good things and it's got the bad things. We're, again, basically in a pick-your-poison kind of world. I think we're all of the understanding, or at least we should be at this point, despite how it may be marketed as only having limited calories or it being better for you than other things out there, that alcohol probably isn't that great for your body. You understand? And it the seems that way, yeah. The sooner you come to that realization, either you're killing brain cells when you drink it, 
or it's doing some sort of long-term damage to your body, likely. It's not, of course, a guarantee by any stretch, but there's probably better things you could be drinking than that sixer of Natty Light, I guess is my point. So think about it next time, but again, be your own person, and just know that, listen, while there are positive things for everything, there's probably some negative things, too. So everything's going to get you in the long run. Do you understand what I'm telling you, Big J? Yeah. None of us make it out of this world alive. So... Be careful, make wise decisions, make smart decisions, don't hurt other people in the process, or yourself, and you're good to go. So know that next time you sit down to the Olive Garden, Big J, and you order some of the House Red, that it may come to do you some harm in the long run. But <sighs> Probably least, less than the pasta is going to do to my diabetic body. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're picking <laughs> your poison. Continue to do so. Hey, uh, say hello to Brownie the Elf, Big J. The Cleveland Browns have gone from absolutely no midfield logo to maybe the best midfield logo in all of sports. Have you seen the Brownie the Elf midfield logo? Yeah, I don't I get love it. it. I, I don't love get it. it. How do you not get it? Where is it from? It's the, It was their old logo back, back, back in the like day. Like in the 20s? Not like in the 50s and 40s and that kind of thing. Okay, Brownie yeah. the Elf. It's very cartoony. Yes, I think, and it's yeah. huge, and I love it, and I think it's terrific. I, I cannot wait for an opposing player to go and just do something terrible in the middle of that field. Well, I don't know if it's got that kind of, it's not like it's the star in wow. Dallas where there's this history attached I'm to it. Sure, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on how I guess. I want to see a player go take a fake duke right on the mouth. This is what you want to see? <laughs> yeah, well, because of the outrage it would cause. I'm not sure it would cause that <laughs> outrage for Browns fans as much as it would just be society in general. Yeah. I mean, remember how freaked out the people got when Randy Moss pretended to poop out the football. I know. <laughs> and that was 15 years ago. I don't think anybody's going to pretend to poop on the face oh, of Brownie the Elf. But I guess, Big J, you can hope. A brownie on top of a brownie. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. According to Hollywood Reporter, Big J, the viewership for Monday's Emmy Awards was an all-time low. Nobody cared. It was up against football. Yeah, it was not a smart play. The 74th and the first football game of the year, really primetime-wise, uh, the Emmy saw about 5.92 million viewers. That drops below 6 million for the first time. The previous low occurred in 2020 was 6.36 million people watching. Again, I do not think it is a testament to the show or the shows that they're celebrating, but just to the way that we actually you know process media at this point we want these things in clips we want these uh these things edited down don't give us the presentations don't give us the performances just give us the speeches and the awards and we're good to go somebody figure out a way to capitalize on that and make it viral and you are golden until then the viewership will continue to go down because we just have too many other options man pop culture smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we have a pretty cool show happening tonight. Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater coming out tonight. Flogging Molly and The Interrupters. Two great bands. There'll be another band, I think, uh, that's opening up as well. But you're going to get a great show. We're going to get you there for free. You just need to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown and come pick these up before 4 o'clock. So all that combined, and boom, you're at a show tonight. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown and try to defeat Big J in the process. Are Do you it. ready, sir? Hello, the X. Hello? Yeah, this is Chad. All right, Chad, you're up first. Hey, Chad, which big film festival in Utah did Robert Redford launch oh so many years ago? Sundance. That is correct. Right. Good job. Big A, speaking of Rod Redford, he's never won an Oscar for acting, but he did win one for directing a film. Which movie did he win the Oscar for Best Director for? Um, I'm going to say A River Runs Through It. A River Runs Through It is a really good guess. Wrong. But incorrect. I'm sorry. Uh, was it Quiz Show, Ordinary People, or The Way We Were? The Way We Were. Wrong. Quiz Show. Clooney directed that. Um, no. What was the middle one? Robert Redford directed the quiz show. Uh, the middle one was the right answer, which is called Ordinary People. Right. I'm going to guess Ordinary People, Nick. That's correct. Chad, congratulations. Big J got that one wrong. Therefore, you are going to flog Molly and the Interrupters tonight. Did he tonight. Direct, direct a river runs through it? I believe he did. Yeah. 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 The one with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, congratulations, man. Enjoy the show tonight. Have yourself a good one. Hence why I said it was a good answer, man. It was a nice pull. How about we come back with some headlines? Well, he narrated it. That's, That's coming sure. up next on the X Rocks. 
Headlines are as follows, Big J. We are sorry. That a good idea? And reading is fundamental. That a good idea? Urologist Dr. Christopher Yang, Big J, he ran into some trouble when the power went out in his Austin, Texas clinic. Now, his patient, who was scheduled for a vasectomy, did not want to reschedule, so he consented to an unusual solution, Big J. Oh? Oh. What do you think happened? Uh, I mean, I have no idea. Doctor, I don't know what, what you do. I mean, what could go? What could you do? The doctor ended up running an extension cord from his pickup into the clinic and then continued the planned procedure, basically running on the battery power of his vehicle. Wow. He said, quote, I performed what is likely the world's very first battery-powered vasectomy today. According to Dr. Yang, uh, he said the procedure went great, lasted about 20 minutes, and this dude is ready to rock. Let's go. Listen, how dumb is this dude? Like, you know, that's the one thing. You don't want to take a chance. You know what? I'm doing this appointment no matter what's going on. I I don't care if there's no power. Hook up a truck if you have to. And I'm like, dude, that's not the one. I'm going, you know what? We'll we'll just hold on and wait until the building's back to regular working order. Yeah, agreed. Science has made some pretty interesting steps forward in the last couple of years. I'm not sure I want to be part of a surgery that decides to voluntarily take steps backwards. Man. It does not seem like it's smart, but luckily it all worked out. It's not a toe, dude. Or at least that's all they said. You want a toe? I can get you a toe. <laughs> we are sorry or reading is fundamental. Reading is fundamental. Another situation where I cannot believe this happens in our day and age, but then I look and hold a mirror up to society and go, I guess it makes sense. This is a story about the Minnesota legislature, Big J. Uh, back in July 1st, they passed a law that allowed for the sale of products that contained THC as long as it was considered non-inhibitating. But one of the loopholes, a gigantic one that is very clearly stated in this particular law, was it basically made it okay for anybody in Minnesota to sell THC-based edibles. You could not sell, like, you know, actual flour or anything like that, but you could sell edibles. Apparently... The people that passed the bill did not read it because it unanimously passed in Minnesota and it went into effect two days ago. And now they're all freaking out because they didn't know they basically legalized edibles in Minnesota. That's not what they wanted to do. The Minnesota-controlled Republican Congress accidentally passed this bill when they didn't read it all, is what everybody's kind of understanding. Hanging out with the Idaho legislature somewhere? They they wanted to pass, like, a hemp kind of thing to make it okay for hemp farmers, much like we did here. And one of the loopholes in that bill said, yeah, hemp is cool, but so are edibles that have some THC in them. And so now, you know, they're... There are uh, breweries and stuff that are selling THC-infused drinks and some places, smoke shops there in Minnesota that are selling edibles, period. And they're trying to figure out how to undo what they were supposedly supposed to be doing. But I'm not sure they're going to get there because they passed it unanimously. So the point is, read everything before you actually agree to do it. While it's probably the right law that should be going through, it's not the one they wanted to go through, and that makes it... Very worrisome to me. Even more and probably important in that factor is that they, I'm sure that they didn't have any, you know, special extra tax money or anything going towards that where, you, you know, they, a lot of these other states are making money hand over fist. Yes. That's. They probably didn't, you're right, probably didn't reach their hand in the coffers like the other people have. Awesome. Wrap it up with We Are Sorry. Big J, the uh, veteran's home in Taiwan uh, is apologizing to not only the residents, but also the family members of the residents of the old age home that lives there because they decided it would be funny to hire a stripper to entertain the seniors in celebration of the Mid-Autumn Festival, which is going on over there in Taiwan. The performance was recorded and then posted on social media. Of course, uh, they show a young stripper giving a gentleman a wheelchair a lap dance. Other residents look like they're having a good time and clapping along, but there are some people that aren't happy about that, that think that that's a disrespectful way to treat people at a retirement home. So after receiving a bunch of backlash, the facility has officially released an apology saying that perhaps it was too much enthusiasm for the crowd and they promised not to hire any more strippers for the elderly. Big J, how do you stand on this particular topic? Uh, probably a safe idea. Are you pro-stripper for the elderly or anti-stripper for the elderly? Uh, I, I I mean, I, I don't think I'm, I'm you know, pro or pro or con. That sounds like a cop-out to me. It is. 
Morning after yeah, with really Nick is. and Big J. I'm of no opinion. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up this weekend at Zoo Boise is a really cool event called the Boise Comic Arts Festival. And we have Jeff and Josh, both from Zoo Boise and the Boise Library, in studio to talk about things. Good morning, guys. How are Good you? Good morning. We are doing fantastic. Well, I won't speak for Josh, but I'm doing fantastic. So Good I am to see as you. well. Good. I love it. So let's talk first about the, the Boise Comic Arts Festival. Josh, what exactly is it? What is it a celebration of? What are we what are we getting together to talk about? So Boise Comic Arts Festival is a celebration of comic comics and pop culture uh, and it's something that we've been doing for 10 years now at the library which is super exciting uh, we've hosted at different venues across the city but this year we're bringing it back to the library and importantly the zoo yeah it's pretty awesome to see this kind of happen in a really big event and jeff how did the zoo get involved with what's going on you know this was this is the library's event you know they contacted us they said hey what about putting one of the days on the zoo and you know being city partners and loving the what the library does and obviously wanting to be able to have more stuff happening at the zoo it seemed like a natural fit so you know, we're they're taking this big festival for a day on Saturday, putting at the zoo. We're gonna have vendors. There's gonna be cosplay costume contests. I think I said that right. You did. <laughs> <laughs> we have all sorts of cool stuff that they're doing. Plus, you get the zoo, and the greatest thing about it is that it's 100% free. So everybody can come. You do have to register, but you're gonna get all this for free. Yeah, and on on Saturday, there's all sorts of performances as well. Um, and like just said, the cosplay contest, uh, which is free to enter as well for all ages um, and we're going to have artists and writers we're bringing in a bunch of guest creators from out of town 25 uh, comic book writers and artists will be joining us and selling their uh, artwork and their books and then Sunday we're going to be doing uh, panels and workshops and gaming and that's going to be back at the library and the Idaho State Museum across the street from the library yeah, I lots mean, of credit yeah, wow, to you. Man. I mean, uh, you know, you said 10 years this has been going on, and I remember you've brought in an influx of a lot of things, and it's like a, it's like the Boise version of a mini Comic-Con. You have an opportunity to see a lot of artists. You can dress up. You can have fun. It's it's an event for the entire family, but it, it, it's important to know that this is also kind of like a culture-building event. You guys have done a really good job curating it and making it a pretty big deal, so congrats to you. Thanks so much. And, you know, you guys have also had a chance to uh, get people to register. If people want to do that, where's the best place they can go to get this ahead of stuff? You know, I would say go to the library, Boise Public Library's website. Also, either one of the zoos or the libraries, any of our social media pages, you'll find that link. But just click click the link, register. Again, it's free for the whole family, and you can do all this stuff happening this Saturday. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure and post that up on uh, the social medias. But, yeah, that sounds like it's like a really cool thing. I wish I had known uh, this was happening in the past. Boy, what an idiot. <laughs> It happens to the best of us. But, you know, uh, are the animals going to get involved in the cosplay contest, Jeff? Are we going to dress up like, you know, the, the lions and something fun and exciting for the Boise Comic Arts Festival? You know, I'll have to talk to the keepers. I have not been privy to anything. But, I mean, I think this sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'll they'd totally want to get into it. I'm sure our new Tiger Akasha would love that, you know. Maybe, you know. No, dresses. they wouldn't like that at all. No, they wouldn't. No, no, we're not. That was It was called a joke. As, as long as you have to dress them. Yes. No, That they probably will not be getting involved. But they're probably going to love all the people, all the costumes. They're probably going to be more interactive and, and interested as well. So, I mean, it's great. I mean, all the way from, I would say, you know, little kids all the way to, to grandparents. It's an event for everybody to come learn about, celebrate comics, celebrate art, and, and of course, enjoy the animals. I love it. And, of course, you know, it, it is a great uh, kind of representation of how big this event has gotten. And, Josh, if people want more information, what is the website for the library? The website is uh, boisepubliclibrary.org. Beautiful. So, check it out. That's where you can register. Again, that's how you you can get in free for the Boise Comics Arts Festival this weekend. And thank you, Josh, and thank you, Jeff, for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. And we have tickets. Uh, great show tonight lined up out at uh, Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Flogging Molly. The Interrupters will be great. We'll get you these tickets. You just need to pick them up by 4 o'clock and figure out Bad Impressions today, which uh, is a uh, TV show. All right. It's an entire show you're gonna yeah. impersonate entire show. i know That's i know it's gonna be impressive it's not bad impressions for nothing 208-287-1003 is the phone number big j has three clues revolving around either that show or the characters on it and you've got to figure out what show in particular he is talking about and of course get here in time to pull that off let's actually go to the phones hello the x 
Morning. Good morning, man. You're up first. Here comes Big J with your clues. Yeah, again, if you didn't hear, this is a, a TV show, okay? Yes, sir. Our show has 18 seasons and is on fire, and you can only see it on YouTube. Next one. I ask questions of celebs while they eat hot wings, each wing getting hotter and hotter. See? Oh, hot ones. There you go. There you go. Congratulations. It's come, Well, I guess I don't think of it as a YouTube TV show. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those flogging Molly tickets. What was clue three for started? Uh, comedian Bobby Lee soiled himself during our interview. And why is hot ones in the news? Uh, boy, this is one of those times when I'm like, gosh, you know what? I really wish we had a Shake Shack, Nick. Because, uh, by the way, I've had some Shake Shack. I did not find it to be that great. But whatever uh shake shack is uh joining up and teaming up with hot ones uh and adding some stuff to the menu they're debuting nationwide september 16th a hot ones burger a hot ones chicken and a hot ones cheese fries you can even make the meal spicier by purchasing a packet of the last dab apollo peppers and that's all available for a limited time and that stuff is hot is that the hottest of the hot yes that is well i mean i think the uh, the bomb is probably the hottest, but it's ugh, I've got you it. Like on, it? I've never even tried it. It's on my desk. Uh, but you have you tried the other hot ones m- flavored marketable it, things nationwide? Yeah, yeah. Which ones are your favorite that are out there? The um, the hot ones, you mean? Yeah. Oh, because oh, they teamed up with like Pringles and other things. And which ones? Oh, have you I've tried? never tried any oh, of those. Oh, I, I meant the sauces. Oh, I, right. I know the you had the sauces, but no, I, I've never tried any of those other ones. But but I would uh, I would mow down a uh, hot ones burger. From uh, Shake Shack, even if it's a mediocre bird. Wait, I just you know people say how great it is, and it's like it's okay. It's not. It's like how some people feel about In and Out. Right? Yeah. Well, you have your. I'm saying you have the sauces at home. You can make your own hot ones challenge anytime you yeah, want. Yeah. The difference is, I I I prefer not to have to make it. <laughs> well, that's why restaurants I'm, exist. I'm a friend. lazy American for sure. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up this show here next in the X Rocks. Hi. Five Finger Death Punch times like these here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's it for us, Big J. What did you think of the Wednesday show? Please be uh, honest. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, I felt good. I felt good despite being tired. I'm going to give us a, a B plus. All right. Well, the flex okay. worked then, man. Yeah, Got to man. Bring the flex it up back earlier. I like that very much. So uh, thank you for being around. In case you missed any of the show, check out the podcast section of xrock.com. Check out the Morning After podcast wherever they're available. We got the fun version. You can hear Big J's review of the Secret Headquarters movie that's available on Paramount+. Plus. You can hear us talk about Ninja uh, Bear. You can hear us talk about all sorts of crazy stuff that took place over the, the course of the show logo. today. <laughs> exactly. That might have been the weirdest part of the show today. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's EX Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.